The scripture today for this sermon is 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 12. This is our boast, the testimony of our conscience. We have behaved in the world with frankness and godly sincerity, not by earthly wisdom, but by the grace of God. Christians who walk in the light of Christ have great joy. This joy is a contented peace and a calm, satisfied spirit, which springs forth from the witness of a good conscience. So how does one obtain a good conscience? Worldly experts confuse us about what a conscience is. But what the Bible calls conscience is an awareness of past or present things pertaining to our moods, actions, and ourselves. But the main purpose of conscience is to excuse or accuse, pardon or condemn us. A good conscience is an ability given to us by God to perceive right or wrong in our attitudes, thoughts, words, and deeds based on the Word of God. When guided by the truth of the Bible, our conscience fulfills its godly intentions. However, it requires an honest assessment of ourselves. A good conscience requires harmony between our inner attitudes, our outer actions, and the truth of the Bible. For this to happen, Christ must dwell in us by faith and open our spiritual eyes. This then positively transforms our relationships and actions among fellow Christians, as well as the evil forces that wish us harm. To sincerely acquire a good conscience, we must have a clear, focused eye on God. Moving constantly toward him on paths of justice, mercy, and truth, seeking every Christian virtue, such as faith, hope, and love. The Apostle warns us that having a good conscience is not based on worldly wisdom, natural strength, common sense, or religious zeal. For Paul tried all of this to earn a good conscience before God and failed miserably until he surrendered his life to Christ. It was only then that he realized his human effort was a total waste and that it was now the Holy Spirit who enabled him to amend his conduct and do wonderful, impossible things for God. We now can understand how God's Spirit brings joy, light, and goodness to our souls by giving us the mind of Christ to allow us to see that we are members of Christ, children of God, and heirs of his kingdom. In this new state of awareness, we continue to rejoice because our spirit now testifies that the Holy Spirit enables all our good works and gives us the power to walk in his ways of holiness. But beware of counterfeit joy. For this everlasting joy that we seek from God cannot come from human sources, natural causes, or present feelings. Nor does it come from physical health or material wealth. It does not come from a blind conscience. In fact, a Christian soul is now wide awake 
constantly looking to join God's active participation in the world. Nor does this joy come from spiritual ignorance. As an aside, yes, there is a kind of perverted temporary joy from sinning boldly. Some would call this liberty or freedom, but it only leads to spiritual death. True godly joy delights in obeying God, not for gaining salvation, but as a grateful response to God for forgiving us his amazing grace and Holy Spirit power to fight the good fight of faith. And so, to summarize, the witness of our own spirit to the incredible gift of being adopted into the family of God is a joyful awareness that we are daily living a new, grace-filled, spirit-empowered life that is pleasing to God. It is noted at the end of Mr. Wesley's sermon that this sermon may in fact discourage those who are weak in faith. So take care of yourself, be not discouraged, keep pressing on uh, till we all know that indescribable joy of being a child of God.